excited that you're with me again today. We're answering some questions that are really important in life and things that make a difference. And I wanted to talk with you to today about how to spend your life, how to spend your life. And the psalmist used this when he said, we spend our years. We're spending minutes and hours and days and years. And there are some things that you cannot do with time. You cannot create time. You can't save time. You can't hoard time. You can't borrow time. You can't destroy time. There's one thing that we can do with time, and that is we must spend it. We must use it. Life is made to be spent. It's a happy thought that you can choose what you spend it for. Life is a stewardship. But it's also a sad thought when we think about how we often do spend it. Approaching a large junkyard on a highway in East Texas, this sign appears several times. In large black letters, we deal with anything. Then underneath in large red letters, it says trash, trinkets, or treasure. In those three words, we find the only three things that human life can be spent for. You can exchange a little bit of your life every day for trash, or trinkets, our treasure. Examine those possibilities. First, you can spend your life for trash. The Bible says that there was a rich man who had all kinds of things, and he squandered, he wasted his resources. This was the rich young ruler and riotous living. He, he was given his inheritance, but he misused it. He wasted it on trash. And today, many people are spending their lives for trash. It's, it's a tragedy of waste. The Bible says of the, rich, of, the, of the young man called the prodigal son by many people, he wasted his resources. God detests waste. This is a big world in which we live, but it's never lost one single drop of water nor one single grain of sand since God flung it into space and even Jesus Christ himself. The Lord of the universe commanded his disciples after he had fed a multitude of 5,000 to gather up what was left, so nothing could be lost, and they gathered up 12 baskets full. Yet many waste their lives on trash. A recent article in a magazine was entitled Throwaway Living. It was an attempt to describe the extent to which we're living in an age of disposables. You know, not only tin cans, but all kinds of utensils are now made to be thrown away, table napkins, tablecloths, paper towels, uh, paper dishes, paper uh, spoons and forks. And on and on and on and on and on. And, and, of course, our rivers are full of things made of plastic that don't easily go away. And everywhere there's throwaway things. But many people are throwing away their moral and religious convictions and principles, which are needed for the best kind of living. <clears throat> a lot of people do it when they're young and have uh, many, many regrets the, less, the rest of their lives. But I, I'm challenging us today to... Think about, what are we spending our lives for trash, for things that really are throwaways, for things that are expendables? Well, what about trinkets? I think that might be the thing that most of us are doing. We're spending our life for trinkets. Jesus said there was a, a certain rich man who had all kinds of things, and, and he, he said to himself, well, I'm going to make more room for, my, for all the stuff I've got. And so he built more things, and God said that night, you fools, a night your soul shall be required of you. Now, if life could be charted on a graph, it would appear as a bell curve. 
The majority spend their life for trinkets. A few spend their lives for trash, and a few spend their lives for treasure. But most people just squander their lives on things of secondary value. You will notice in the, in the story of the rich fool that I quoted from a moment ago that no crime is charged to his account. No great evil casts its shadow across his record. No crimson sin stands against him, yet God asked severely toward him, acted severely toward him. He said to him, this night your soul shall be required of you, and he called him a fool. This suggests that God had given him what he had, his selfhood, his possessions, and he had been unfaithful to the trust, and God was taking it away from him. What was the great wrong that deserved such severe treatment? Just this, he wasted his life on trinkets. You will recall the classic story of Gulliver's travels. In the story, Gulliver is a giant among the tiny little Puchin pygmies. One day, he awakens to find himself tied down flat to the earth by a thousand little strings. If there had been only one or two or three or ten, he could have freed himself, but because there were many hundreds, he could not move. Even so, our lives can be tied flat to the earth, made earthbound and godless by the stout strings of a thousand worries and petty preoccupations. The man in the parable looked so innocent. He was just making a living. He was just enjoying, enjoying life. He was just getting ahead in business. But he came so obsessed with his horizontal dimension of living, living for things, that he admitted the most important dimension, the vertical. He had no place for God. He spent his life and time toying with trinkets. And I think it's important for us to recognize the same thing can be happening of us. Uh, Gypsy Smith, the great heart preacher of the past, told of a mother who brought her young son to him at the end of a, a service. It was evidence that she was very interested in her son knowing the great preacher. And when she introduced him, the little boy just stood there. And the mother said, son, give Mr. Smith your hand. The little boy stuck out his, his left hand, whereupon the mother said, give him your right hand. The brewer replied, I can't. Why can't you? She scolded, because I've got my marbles in my right hand. And so many of us, we're so full of things like the marbles of this world, the trinkets of this world that we're holding on to them and we don't let them go so we can hold on to the hand of God. But we can and we should spend our lives for treasure. Matthew 13 tells us about a man who's a poor man who's out in the field plowing and he's working for his day's wage. And as he moves, suddenly his plow hits something and he pulls the plow back and steps forward and reaches down and finds something very, very hard, a hard object. And he, he suddenly discovered it's metal and he quickly uncovers the metal box and discovers that it's full of buried treasure. He hurriedly reburies the box, goes quickly to sell everything he has to buy the field and thus make the treasure his. Jesus said, that's what we can do when we put our trust in him. We're investing in the treasure. We're giving our lives to the treasure. And as we do so, God is making our life worth living. Sam Jones, the colorful old-fashioned Methodist preacher of many years ago gave his testimony in this, way, in this way. He said, I was going along in life with my pockets full of dirt. And one day the Lord said to me, Sam, if you'll empty that dirt out of your pockets, all of it, I'll fill them instead with diamonds. 
And who wouldn't give up dirt for diamonds? And who wouldn't? You and I, if we're wise, we will live our lives for those things that matter. I hope you will today. I pray that you'll have a great day and you'll be busy about the treasure.